Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am with you, as always, Chance Watson and Taylor Wells. Wells, we're missing our uh, our third host today. Yeah, he, he decided to have a child out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just, just some stork. Yeah, some stork <laughs> just, like, showed up at their window one day and... They were like, oh, shit, it's dropped our turn. A, dropped a child off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, just dropped a small palm on him. De- so De- Devin is in, indisposed at the moment. Totally understandable. Uh, we, we get it. Um, dealing, dealing with some good stuff. Congratulations to Devin. Uh, cute kid, definitely. We saw the pictures today in the group chat. Cute kid for sure. Um, yeah, and the baby's pretty cute too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we love you, Dev. Congrats! This Congrats is, to this to is you this is a momentous episode. We got we get to announce a we get to announce a, a birth. Um, I in arguably more important news, I finally have a webcam. Ooh, Ooh. look at you go! You're you moving up, dude. See my shining face here on uh, on the big screen, and uh, that'll open us up to being able to do some video here in the future, near future, hopefully. Um, yeah, please, please. Uh, let us know on on Twitter or Facebook if you don't want to see our faces, because that would you know that you might as well speak now before uh, that happens. Put all this money and effort into it, and they're like, "Wow, this actually really takes away from the experience." Like, I wish oh. I never saw you guys' faces. Yeah. Ooh, I really don't want to run into these guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, speaking of running into people, uh, we we need to give a shout out here uh, to one of our longest going fans. Uh, this individual. I feel like he's been with us. I, I don't know if it was the first episode, but he's been with us for quite a long time through thick and thin, through our our quiet times uh, back when we had our shit together. He, he's been through it all. Uh, Tim, round of applause for you, buddy. Um, sticking That's with us through clap. thick and thin. Uh, we're definitely going to have a beer with you when we get over to Seattle. Um, sounds like you're going to the Red Wings game. We're going to the Red Wings game, so uh, we're definitely going to make that happen for sure. And uh, if... I swear, I swear we're going to get you some merch. That is going to happen because he's been asking for it for a while. <laughs> and and huge shout out because we didn't we, – I guess we were talking about Northgate at some point, and we have no idea where this shit is. But he, he, he graciously uh, explained to us where it is, so we at least – we at least kind of know where some of the shit is now, right? Yeah, kind of, kind of getting it. I, I know, yeah. I know what I need to know down there right now. There you uh, go. Ju- it's called ju- Climate Pledge Arena. Yes, yes. It's not. It's kind of just, just wa- use the space needle as a as a marker, there and you're you go. kind of good from there. Um, yeah. Did go. That was God. That was fun. Jess and I went down to uh, Mario's Pizza, Big Mario's Pizza. And it was like it's like one of those pizzerias that have like shit on the walls, like like pictures of famous people that I've eaten there. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was super cool. Like a cool like '90s theme bar behind where the pizza place is. Kind of kind of like kind of like where we uh, remember where we went to the karaoke bar on the oh on yeah, the yeah spring yeah. break. Yeah yeah yeah. Kind of kind of yeah. like that, but no karaoke. So it's shit. So it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't sing horribly in front of a bunch of strangers, I don't want to go. That's very fair. What's the point? That's very fair. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Tim. Uh, God, and then I think on top of that, we're just we're going three weeks in a row now with an episode coming out. And uh, you know, I gotta say we're we're kind of proud of ourselves. Yeah, you guys are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun no, and effort. Seriously, I honestly, this you know, it's uh, we're just trying to 
trying to provide a service to all the folks, you know, all the, the tens of twenty yes. of people that, that all listen of our in, all so. of our listeners. Uh, please. So before we get into it, uh, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, put a pitch in here. Uh, please tell your friends about us, gang. Uh, we are we are we are definitely putting in the effort now and getting our word out on this. Uh, we will be working on some merch here fairly soon. Um, things things are turning. We uh, we've got some newfound uh, momentum here, and we're gonna push forward with it. So tell your friends about us. Subscribe to us on whatever podcatcher you're on. You know whether that be. Uh, I think we're on all of them now at, at this point. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us pretty much anywhere. Um, God, I, th- I think I'm trying to think of something that we're not on. YouTube probably. I don't think yeah. we're on YouTube yet. T- TBD. Yeah, something like that. But we're we're working on that. So we're we're on all of those. And hey, gang, if you're wanting to sponsor the show, uh, what again? We've talked about this before. Whatever it may be, we can we can we can read. We we'll, we will read whatever the hell you want us to read. This is brought to you by, you know, Tim's. I uh, I don't give a fuck. It could just be like Tim's announcement of the week. Like Tim Tim says, everybody, uh, you know, uh, use your turn signal. Hey, that you know that's a pretty good little uh, little section we should add to the show. <laughs> Get Tim on there, just whatever you know, whatever whatever uh, whatever he's got for the he's just pissed. It he's driving in traffic. He's like, oh fuck, Tim. He's like I got I got one for the boys this week. He's Tim good. for twenty <laughs> twenty bucks a month, we will throw it out. What it's like your it's like your grind your gears section. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really uh, grinds my gears. We're gonna break up this crack and talk here for uh, what grinds Tim's gears. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Someone just told me. Someone that lives in Seattle just told me that uh, leaf blowers are. There's like a certain time that you can use leaf blowers during the day. There's like, it's like a quiet hours or some shit. Mm-hmm. I I would have to. I didn't. I should have dug in a little bit further to try to fully understand it, but. Uh, yeah, so what really grinds my gears is I can't use my leaf blower at 2 p.m. on a fucking Thursday. That does. That would really grind my gears. Isn't that unreal? Um, it's bizarre. I, th- I think, I, based on the personal experience of the trip that I just had to Seattle, uh, based on the, the words, there, we, were walking, we were walking down a hill, and there was a guy that was on a lime bicycle going down the hill. So he had already, he was in the middle of a conversation on his phone, and we only heard the middle part of it, so we didn't hear what he was talking about before, or after he said this, but as he rides by us, all he says is, "Yeah, yeah, assless chaps are redundant." <laughs> and I, <laughs> oh, shoot. and uh, we were very like I was. I wanted to know what that man what what was brought up before he said that. How did the conversation go after that? Like I wanted to know what happened. I only feel like I only got a little tidbit of that conversation. Uh, things you hear in Seattle. You didn't turn around and just start running after him, <laughs> try to try to follow up. Like, dude, what? What, the, what did you say? There's not enough information here. <laughs> hey, come back here. Hey, hey, get back. Come here. What? Why? Why are assless chaps redundant? Why? why? Do I need to know something about my assless chaps? <laughs> if you know something, sir, please let me know before I go line dancing. If he's listening, to, if he's listening on this show. Tim's oh, gonna God, hear. I Tim, it, Tim's I gonna listen to this. Tim. Tim's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, we know that. That's the assless chaps oh, guy. Like, <laughs> oh, I hope it wasn't Tim. I hope I it was Tim. It was we can ask him. Right. Either way. Yep. So either either he knows him probably and be like, oh yeah, no, that's that's the assless chaps guy. He gets he he's a problem. 
Oh God, what could you? What? Yeah, God. Now I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> just assless chaps floating around, just butts. Oh God. <laughs> could be worse, I guess. Yeah, good dreams for me. You could be the Seattle Kraken. I mean, yeah, it's, it could be either, either having dreams of the assless, assless chaps, or you could I could just, be the Seattle Kraken. You could just be on the Seattle Kraken. Um, I think that I think that segues us right into uh, what we normally talk about when we first start kick up the show: uh, the Seattle Kraken and their uh, what seems to be a pattern here of inability to stop goals. Um, the offense has actually been there. I was uh, I was listening to the color commentary on uh, the Blackhawks game. And mm-hmm. I heard that they are like second in the league in goals for something like something. It, it's a very drastic stat, but the problem is that they're also like twenty fifth in goals against. Um, yeah. So they're they're scoring <laughs> lots of goals and they're letting in lots of goals, which um, you know that's it, it makes for exciting hockey, but it doesn't necessarily make for good hockey. Um, yeah, it looks like there's a bunch of teams tied at. Right around where they're at, so they're probably okay. fifth, fourth, or fifth in the league, but okay. tied with everybody. So, gotcha. Okay, well, they're they're right up there, and and honestly, we'll we'll see we'll see that you know drift apart. But, um, yeah, that's been something. So since we talked to you guys, Wells, what would we we I think the last game was we talked about them getting their asses handed to them by Vegas, uh, Carolina. So that, yeah, so we well yeah, you're right because we were the Carolina game was happening during our last recording. Okay, all right, so they got they got. Waxed by Carolina, they sure did. Um, very similar fashion to how they lost to Vegas. Um, I think Grubauer was in that game, right? Mm-hmm. The the Carolina game. Yeah, real. Yeah, he he was, and he started out pretty strong, and then it was just like he just put all of his energy into like the first period, and it was like, oh, okay. Did well, you did you watch these games? I, I think so. I, I'll preface this. Like, every game, I don't watch every game, but I do, like, every morning it's become routine that I turn on the crease, uh, the ESPN yeah. Plus thing, mm-hmm. and I watch all the highlights from every game the night before. So I, if I haven't seen the game, I at least saw the highlights um, of them. Uh, I did not watch the Carolina game, and I only watched a little bit of the Blues game, and I watched I watched the Colorado game, and I watched the Chicago game. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> We need to we need to at least try to communicate because you know I should have probably watched the other two right. Uh, but you know whatever. It's One of us needs to see semantics. It. We've been doing better at tweeting though too, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm not going to take any responsibility for that, but oh, okay. you, you have been doing better. No, too. I was trying to say we we're a team. I appreciate you. But, when, you know. when when Crosby wins the Pittsburgh Penguins the cup, everybody wins the cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when McDavid juggles down the fucking ice. Jesus Christ. That man is unreal. If you are watching this, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't seen the video of Connor McDavid juggling the puck through the neutral zone, go, pause this and search it. Because you're going to be, like, you're almost going to be angry. Like, how? The, the, the arrogance. <laughs> the hubris. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This man's doing something that, like, you maybe do in practice, like to fuck around. Yeah, as a joke. Yeah, I mean, as a joke. Like he's like, oh, man, around the rink. What if I did this in a game? <laughs> oh my god! And dude. he's just. I think. <laughs> not I think only my... is he t- he's storming the zone doing it. Oh my god! He's going around a defender. <laughs> like he's literally using it as a tactic to get to the fucking net. Oh my god, man! Ugh. I think my wor- my actual words were, 
what in the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. upset at how good this man is at the sport that I love it's... and can barely fucking skate. Ugh, yeah, right. Oh, compared to him, we can't we can't even stand up. Oh, God. Like, it's not, like... <laughs> asked about that I wonder well. how. Like... I wonder how much of a head start we'd have to get to... Like, if we both started at the goal line, you think... You think if I got to the blue line, far probably the far blue line, <laughs> probably far blue line, yeah. Like we started. Oh, line, if you're I saying like, him. probably realistically, if we started at the defensive blue line, and we were trying to beat him to the far goal line, like <laughs> it'd probably be close, honestly. No, I need to be starting at the goal line with him because I need that full head of steam. He's gonna. By the time I hit the blue line, he will. By the time I don't want a cold start with him. By the time you're at the top of the circles, he's already at like the far blue line. Like, no, but what I'm saying is, we both start at the goal line, but uh he's got to wait until I hit the blue line. Oh. That way, as soon as I hit the blue line, I got I got a full head of steam. When it comes to my actual skating abilities, right, right. And then he's got to start cold from the goal line. I might have a shot while, there. while juggling the puck. While juggling the he puck. still wins. He'd still win. <laughs> God, Shit. So then, and then he fu- and then he fucking Michigans it from the blue. Yeah. Line. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, go watch it. It's fucking. It's awesome. Uh, Oilers fans did have a little bit of shit in their pants tonight, though. He he uh, went into the uh, goalpost pretty hard on a. Just a bang bang play. So I don't. I don't think it was anything intentional from the Pittsburgh D, but mm-hmm. oh, it looked it looked uh, not very nice. No, he's invincible. Yeah, he literally like he was gone for a little bit, and God did Twitter and 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 Reddit just absolutely blow up, and then they were like, okay, he's back. Okay. Oh, Edmonton. Right. Edmonton Twitter is a frightening place. I don't know if I you've ever gone. I don't know if you've ever it. mixed it up with them before. Yeah, I have, and I can't. I can't go back anymore. I think I'm 86. I almost I, it's it's more fun to met like Toronto. Each team has like their own Twitter verse and like how self aware they are. Um, Red, I, I think I might be biased here, but I think Red Wings Twitter has like one of the funnest atmospheres um, mm-hmm. because they can take jokes while also gi- giving them out. Um, and we have long memories. Like there's still Michael Bunting jokes being made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, I've gotten into it. I've gotten into it with some Wings fans, namely yeah. Chance Romance Nine yeah. or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're usually pretty level-headed. I mean, y- you can always tell by how homerish they are, right? Yeah. So if, like, in that situation, right? So if 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 you're if like for Oilers fans, right? If you think about it like this, they're calling for Petrie's fucking head because they got tangled up essentially on a back check. Yeah, and McDay- McJesus went into the fucking post, right? So like. It's just you can always tell the the toxic fans and the toxic fan bases based on how they react to like shit that just happens in the sport, right? Like mm-hmm. it just happens sometimes, and like just yeah, full blown tunnel vision negativity towards anything that isn't McDavid or the, F- or the Oilers. It's Fire Petrie into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Like there's probably like. There's definitely going to be, like, if he didn't come back into this game, there'd be some death threats on Petrie's, like, two-year-old niece. Absolutely. Absolutely. They'd they'd cancel him immediately. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he has a two-year-old niece. I'm just kind of guessing based on the Just firing in the dark, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just statistically he probably has one. Yeah, probably. I would would think so. That sounds like something an NHL player would do. Yeah, it sounds like something Jeff Petrie would have. Yeah, that guy would. That guy would have a two-year-old niece. Petrie. Petrie. Um, 
Well, I mean, and speaking of, I think, uh, God, I need to pull up the NHL standings. I just pulled up the Kraken. Um, we were still going through the games. Uh, it got handled by Carolina pretty handedly. Um, very similar to the, the effort that they had the night uh, the previous. Uh, then they take on St. Louis. It's a good uh, game, actually. It's a good game. Uh, they actually put up a good effort. I think Jones was in this one, right? Uh, I believe you're right. Let me double check for you. Yeah, it was Martin Jones. Okay. So they put up a good one, and that's against a good Blues team. The Blues are, you know, we're, we're missing our Blues expert here today, but uh, I've been impressed with them so far. I've seen two of their ga- two of their three games so far. Um, they look, God, there's just something about that well-coached team with um, what's-his-face. Berube, whatever his name is, Berube. Oh, yeah, 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 Berube. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's, he's a good coach. He gets his players to like buy into the system and play their roles, and I and I that's just it's just a solid team, you know. I I get very, I get Barry Trotz vibes from the guy, but not so defensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, did you watch any of that game? I did not, but I, okay. I, I I'm with you. I've been waking up in the mornings and watching the highlights if I can't see them. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Down, so I think what impressed me the most out of this game, just from watching highlights and stuff, is is just being like the comeback, right? Mm-hmm. So being down three one after the first period, like I feel like last year's team, pro- like not necessarily would have like just packed it in and gone to the next game, but I, I, they just didn't have the confidence in their offense or the or the confidence in the, like the, and the firepower up front, right? There's just a lot of things that go into that to yep. basically say, okay, shit, like let's let's just come out in the second period and score two goals, right? So. Um, I, I think that's that's a, a really good thing to see from this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your boy Will Borgen got a goal, so that's good. That is good. Yeah, I was I was hoping Will would get one. That <laughs> ugly fellow. Um, that poor that poor poor man. Um, he's just he's just God. I, I don't even think he goes into the sun. He doesn't know what the sun is. Um, <laughs> so so they're weird. in Seattle, dude. They they yeah, they don't even know what the sun that's, is. That's very true. Um, and that you know that game. Like, you're looking at the three goals here. Borgen, Donato, Larson. Like, these are not your top guys. So, right. while that's while that's also impressive, you go like, oh, good, we're getting depth scoring. Problem is, is you're not getting upfront scoring either. Sure. Like, you, you can expect this, you know, once every three or four games. But, like, you, you, you more often than not, you've got to get scoring from your top guys. And I think that that's probably how we're going to transition into this next. Um so they, they played the Avalanche next, and they got a nice win off of this. Uh, must have just caught the Avalanche on a rough night. Um, or they just weren't really taking it seriously because they knew they were playing a bottom-dweller team. Um, got goals from Schwartz and McCann. Uh, Schwartz is actually putting uh, together a nice little year. Uh, sure offensive is. Offensive year, anyway. I don't know about Jaden Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I said he's he short, he short is. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's got the Schwartz. Yes, give him the Schwartz. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. I, I love that movie so much. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, that was just a kind of a quiet game. It, it, I watched a little bit. I watched about half of this game. It really felt like Colorado wasn't putting a lot of effort into it. I'm gonna be honest. Um, but it was. It's still a good, good win, and that's probably a good morale booster for them. Yeah. Uh, Jared McCann picks up his second of the year, even though he has. He's getting like ten minutes a night now, which we'll get into in a second. Sweet. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But Jaden Schwartz is putting together a hell of a year. Good for him. Um, so far, so good. 
Um, and then Carson Kuhlman, uh, which I don't think really anybody was expecting anything from. So, yeah, uh, it, it, he kind of he kind of came alive a little bit at the end of last year, but I honestly pegged him not even to make the team this year. So it's you know it's interesting, yeah. and honestly, it's good it's good for him to kind of. Um, you know, see some of that depth scoring, right? So that's that's fully depth scoring. Yeah, that's, that's um, super depth. I mean, Jaden Schwartz is a guy that I, apparently we're turning to now for offense. Like, he's turning himself into frontline offense. Sure. And McCann, I mean, I don't understand why. I think Haxtell and I are just watching a different game because Jared McCann is the leading scorer on this fucking team. <laughs> like, God, I don't, I could, I don't you know, know why he, like, buries him on the third line. This is this is the game you're talking about. He had ten minute, ten and a half minutes of ice time. He scored and, a goal and had an assist. Yeah, so and he got punished in, in, in the second period. So like, you're not gonna just fucking play him in the third. So he must have just been playing like sh- total shutdown guys in the third, right? Just to I mean, just you, to get the win. Like, well, they, but they didn't even have the lead. They, okay, they went into the third and they got and then it was tied and then Carson Kuhlman scored. But that still right. doesn't mean that Jared McCann was in. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, that was a shorthanded like, goal. Bowen Byram scored a shorthanded goal to tie it up. Right. I don't yeah, know. I, I, don't, it, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, obviously, like, obviously, we're not NHL caliber coaches, so we'd probably be oh, fucking. I don't know. Six and zero if we were at actually. At this point, coaching, I'm starting like, to think I know a little fuck? more than fucking Haxtell. Oh man, you have a debate with him. I, I dude, I, it. So in this game, it, would you let's jump over to the Chicago? By the way, to leave off on the Colorado game. I didn't think for a second that this was like, oh, this is a turning point for the Seattle Kraken. Like this happens in the league all the time. The Toronto Maple sure. Leafs, the, the Maple Leafs. I think their two losses on the season are Ottawa and or no Montreal and Arizona. Like it happens. Like bad yeah. bad teams pull, can pull off a fluke win against good teams. Um, they come in not really giving a shit. So I didn't have any of that and. Sure enough, I was right because then they go into fucking uh, they go into Chicago and blow multiple leads. Jesus, man, that one fucking hurt. Um, yeah, that did. I, I watched this game from front to back. Uh, Jared McCann once again gets his third of the year, and he's now leading the team in goals and points. Just want to just want to point that out. <laughs> uh, God, God, you know did you watch this? Do? Did you watch this game? Uh, so I watched bits and pieces. We were out okay. to to lunch with uh, Morgan's parents, but okay. So I've seen I've seen a little bit of it. What's your what's so high scoring game? I'm looking at the stat sheet here. I see McCann, Burkowski, Bern, uh, Maddie gets his second of the year, which is great. Um, Vince Dunn finally stepping up with an assist from McCann. Weird. Um, like these are these are names that we want to see on the score sheet. Am I right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Like Vin, Vince Dunn's supposed to be. You know, coming into the season, I think it's changing now, but coming into the season, wasn't Vince Dunn supposed to be kind of leading the like the defense? Yeah, I think him and him and in reality, Schultz should should have a little bit more. He hasn't really done much of anything, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much yeah. See what Vince Dunn can do. Okay, so uh, I mean, love and love when Maddie scores. I def God, can we talk about Maddie Beneers for a second? kid's a beast this kid is unreal like i'm watching this guy he i'm getting serious dylan larkin vibes i mean didn't didn't larkin go to michigan too yeah I mean, it's just that's just what they do out of um like his the, like the the 
the jam is there, the battle. Like he he is always in a play. He's never he never half asses anything. And maybe maybe his spirit just hasn't been broken yet. Like it's his first year and he's got to prove something. So that's, that's... <laughs> he's he's still he's still got the boss's ear. Like he still likes going to work every day. Yeah, he still has hope. He still has hope. I can change the world. Right. Exactly. And then and then they'll then then you'll be Dylan Larkin where you're getting. Like every every game, you you just hope that you're not playing Jamie Ben because Jamie Ben's gonna come up and fucking cross check you in the neck. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Jamie Ben so much. I hate him so come on, fucking dude. much. He's so cool. Ugh, he's such a prick. He's skating third line minutes now, and that makes me so happy. Oh yeah, did you see Sagan was talking about retiring? Yeah. Well, yeah. he should honestly. He should. It's a shit um, show. Tell me, so what do you get from this game? Like this was this was a back and forth game, high scoring. Jones is in once again. At this point, Grubauer's hurt. Grubauer got hurt in the Colorado game. Um, so Jones is. I think Jones would have started regardless. But now that now that Grubauer's hurt and Dackard has been called up, I, I mean, this is it, it's it's very clear that Grubauer's hurt. Um, what do you what do you feel from this high score? Like this is run and gun shit right here. This is just the opposite of the game you want after beating Colorado. Even even if Colorado, is, you know, just it was an off night for them. Like, you want to be able to take some of this momentum. And, and they did have that momentum in the first period. And then, yeah, I was watching and I, I was listening to actually the Chicago call of the Kyra. Kyra? I don't know how you exactly say his name. Mm-hmm. Ju- Jujar Kyra, something like that. Um and uh, it just seemed to just take the take the flag out of the, you know, take the sails out, right? I mean, a shorthanded goal, um, you know, and then and then they just come back with a power play, and so they're, so so Blackhawks power play was two for three, right? So, uh, you know, obviously you got to clean up a few things with the penalty kill. You don't want to give up three power plays and give two, you know, sixty six percent, right? Um, mm. This one to me just seems like. It almost seemed it seemed like they just would get the lead and then just shut down. Yeah. And I I just I think I think that's just Hackstall's setup. I think that's just how he runs them out there. He basically, you know, just gets that lead and then it's just trying to sit on it. And that just doesn't work. So this is um, this is what you're saying is God. what you're saying is is it's his fault. This is his fault. I I wouldn't necessarily put it all on him, right? No, you, and, you have and every minor inconvenience in my life is also his fault. Well, true. Yeah, I stubbed my toe <laughs> earlier today, and I was like, "Fucking hackstall, hackstall! What a hack! What a fucking hackstall!" Um, yeah, I, I mean, but you can put you can put a good amount of that on him. I, like, I I just I feel like there's some coaches that really can get can get the most out of their teams, right? So like. You give up, you know. Sure, you go down three two after being two zero up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and can get them fired up to go get those next couple of goals. But then you also have those coaches who basically know how to shut shut you know shut the game down, right? So turn mm-hmm. you know basically hold that lead and continue to hold that lead and potentially try to add on, right? And I just mm-hmm. I don't get that vibe from him. I don't, obviously I don't I haven't studied film. I don't have time to study his film mm-hmm. and shit, right? But like I just I would I would be willing to bet he is definitely a shutdown coach where as soon as they have that lead they're just they're going into you know some sort of one four right or uh, you know uh, yeah but you know, those coaches absolutely coach. infuriate me oh and they suck and and 
So, I, I mean, yeah, I'd have to go back and really kind of study this game to see if that's what it is, because you, you, you can't tell me, like, a guy like Matty Beneers isn't just giving it every shift, and he's convincing the guys around him to give it every shift mm-hmm. when they're up 4-3, right? Like, you just, you can't convince me that that's, that it has anything to do with the players. It just seems like a system issue, and it just seems like a, and, and not even from a system standpoint, you can also, like, He's got to get them ready. He's got to get them up and ready, and and you know they have to have confidence in his coaching style in order to execute and finish off a win, right? And I just I don't get that with him. And and I know I know there's a lot like it's it's pretty funny going on like the the Seattle crack and Reddit because there's a lot of hackstall uh, defenders out there, which is just kind of funny to me. That's um, weird. Uh, uh, maybe on the Reddit, but on on Twitter, everybody's calling for his head. Yeah, and and, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just Reddit. Reddit is like I honestly I just I watch like fucking uh, you know aquarium shit on there right so like it's sure. just kind of a soft place to be but uh, um one of the so kind of going off of your point here I want I want to add into this uh, from the Twitter account the Sultan of Cilantro mm. uh, posted a video uh, a video of Geeky Morgan Geeky talking uh, post game and the quote here is. Uh, he said to the he said to the reporter, uh, Geeky's interview said it all. "Quote: I'm here to play whatever role is asked of me. I'm not sure what that is." Hmm. Yeah, that sounds now, like Dallas Eakins, dude. I don't think those guys down there in Anaheim know what the fuck they're doing. No, no. It it's and that's the sad part is like he's sitting there going like, "What the fuck am I supposed to be doing?" Like and. Again, not to harp on McCann again, but like this is this is the guy who led your team in points last year, and I think instead of like trying to make that not the like maybe he's mad, like maybe he's going okay. Jared McCann cannot be my leading scorer if this team is going to be good, so he's trying to move things around. But I don't, I think that's a bad way to put down players that are excelling, right? Yeah, I, I mean, and, and maybe like. I, well, but I wouldn't even them. say that because you know, daily face off real quick. Blackhawks only had three power plays, so a lot of the times what you'll see with guys like McCann, right? So, so another another good. I mean, Tarasenko is probably another good example. Like Tar- mm-hmm. Tarasenko still gets his twenty minutes a game, uh-huh. but in in that regard, right? They're very offensive. They're an offensive minded player. Yeah. If the other team is getting a shitload of power plays, then sure, right? You can see those minutes be really low, and that's what explains it, right? The fact that you're not going to put them out there against. Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby on the fucking power play. Because uh-huh. Jared McCann, you know, what's he going to do? Just, like, go down and try to score? right? Sure. Like the, You know, so, like, that would be something where it actually makes sense. In this situation, Blackhawks had three fucking power plays, right? Uh, McCann okay, updated. had 13 minutes with three minutes and 24 seconds on the Seattle Kraken power play. That means he had 10 minutes at fucking even strength. That is unbelievable to me. Unacceptable, considering that he's leading the team in goals and points. Sure. Um, and, Shane, and Shane Wright under six minutes. Fun. And Shane Wright, well, we're, we're about to transition to that. Um, you know, the, 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 the fucking Hackstall has the... He's basically trolling the Kraken fan base at this point because he get you know, uh, the guy gets a secondary assist and he goes, yeah, I might have to give him a couple more minutes. Literally gives him two more minutes the next game and then bumps him back down to three minutes a game. He's buoying him. Yeah. Oh, he's buoying. Hey, like that one. <laughs> I don't need to be reminded of that stupid mascot. Hackstall is a buoy. 
He is definitely he's going up and down. Yep. Um, I'm looking at looking at uh, Sound of Hockey just updated daily faceoff on October 23rd. Jared McCann is on a, on the third line with Morgan Geeky and Carson Coleman. This is unacceptable. That's bullshit, dude. I, I McCann's still on the first power play. That's great, but like utilizing this guy as a third liner when he's clearly your leading goal. I I don't know. I'm just Schwartz. Maddie and Eberle, I just, I don't know how long we're going to keep putting effort into Eberle. I mean, he's not even having a bad season. No, he's not. He's he's not, but like, I, I just, to me, you're sending a message to McCann that you can score and do all, you can, you can be the best player you're going to be, but you're going to get third line minutes because I don't actually, like, I don't actually value you. You just you 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 do your job and get me my shit from the third value, line. I don't value goals on this team. I do. I just I don't. And maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe he is. Maybe he clicks with Coolman or something, right? Like there there can be other like behind the scenes shit that we maybe. just you know maybe him and Coolman are just buddies in the locker room or something, right? And they're like, Coach, we want to play together, right? But then your top three lines probably need to be you know. Well, honestly, when you're when you're playing him with Geeky and Coolman, 13 minutes is the correct amount of time for that mm-hmm. line, mm-hmm. right? Because you're not going to give Geeky and Coolman more than fucking 13 minutes, right? So, and and so maybe it's something like that. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't. The only thing that I, he's being maybe like the the only thing that I thought is that McCann's being punished for bad defensive play, and if that's mm. the case. Like, I'm mildly sympathetic to that, but look, I, and I understand plus minus is a flawed step, but, it, sure. you know, in, in extremes, it's definitely, I, I I feel like if you're around zero, and then it's, it's you know, it's you're not going to, you know, plus five or minus five, it's really not that big a deal, but we're early in the season, we're starting to get trends, and if you start getting away from zero, like, you know, it, it's starting to give you an indication of something's wrong. I'm looking at the plus minus of this team right now. The guys with minuses are Maddie at minus six, Eberle at minus six, Schwartz at minus five, Dunn at minus five, Burakowski at minus four, McCann minus four, Schultz minus four, Elysiac minus two, Larson, Gord, Sprong zero, Bjorkstrand one, Tanev one, Borgen one, Geeky one, Wenberg two, Wright two, Carson Coleman three, Donato three, Susie five. So by this logic, right? Are you trying to tell me that Carson Susie's the been, been the best player on this team? Mm-hmm. I just, God, I, I just don't believe that. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not sure. I mean, you gotta. I mean, you can't look at the, our offense right now though and be like, this is the problem because it's clearly not the problem, right? No, the offense isn't the problem. Like again, we talked about it at the top of the show. They're in. They're, they're, I mean, it's a it's a multiple tie, but they're in the top of the league right now for goals for. So yeah. getting goals is not the problem. We're getting it from sure. everywhere. Sure, but I mean, yeah, but so, so but to your point, I know plus minus is is definitely one of those stats that everyone kind of hees and haws about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't I don't know what I don't know what he's thinking. I don't. And the fact that we're talking about it, the fact that we can look and watch a game and look at stats and dig into a team as much as we are with this and basically say, look, the players are playing pretty good minus their goaltending and, and probably some defense. Like, 
Definitely, it's a defense. scheme, right? It's a yeah. it's a it's a coaching issue, right? It, like it's it's hard to explain that to maybe some some folk, you know, people who didn't haven't coached, right, or right. haven't um, you know haven't been haven't played at a, at a higher level of hockey. They've just kind of watched it over time, right? Like mm-hmm. that's stuff that is is hard to kind of explain. You know, basically saying like. You know, if this, this, and this is a box that's checked, and these are the, the these are the areas where you know it doesn't, like it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. You, you you're kind of you, that's when you really do need to start looking at the coaching and the and the and the systems and stuff like that because something's not working. You so can't maybe get maybe here's like maybe here's his system on this. I, I was just kind of scrolling at some numbers. Follow my logic on this. So mm-hmm. on the left wing. First line left wing is Schwartz. The second line left wing is Burakovsky. The third line left wing is Jared McCann, uh, occurring uh, according to Daily Faceoff. The top three point leaders on the team are Schwartz, Burakovsky, and McCann, all tied at six. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, they also have the three, uh, some of the highest, other than Matty and Eberle, they have the highest minus totals on the team. In plus minus. So maybe is it like his flawed logic of I need to get all of three of these highly offensive yet not defensive players off of the same line with each other? Yeah, could could be. And spread and I, I the, think, spread it around. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you're onto something because I think there, there's got to be something maybe maybe like on paper, maybe just watching the games we're not seeing. To yep. where, you know, Hackstall's watching back, you know, it's literally his job to watch, like, hours and hours of fucking video after the game. And, you know, maybe McCann's just coasting through. But I just, that's just not stuff I have seen, right? So, like, you would want to put It's not blatantly obvious, no. Sure, right? Like, you'd want to put him with, like, overly defensive players so that he can, you know, do fucking circles through the the neutral zone right like right like i i understand that that's potentially a, a, a you know what is is happening there but um i think i think you can realistically have one more one def, like one really defensive player on a line you could put a tanev with on the other side right yeah but but you have to also you got to think offense to play defense too that's yep. just it's a that's just a normal hockey fucking saying and it's and it holds so much water right to where like in reality you why not put Shane Wright with McCann and say a Tanev right or a super defensive player on the other wing to where you know like Shane Shane Wright has done well right like those two could create offense which in turn would help with defense, and then you just fucking float somebody like Tanev at the top, right? Like, right. Th- well, there's just there, there's options, and there's something you I mean, some things you can't change. Like, I, I think you and I said it before even the season started. Like, if Grubauer goes down and Martin Jones becomes our number one, we're we're fucked. It's gonna like, be a it's, struggle, anyways. It, yeah. This is going to be a struggle. Like, if the team can be playing, say the defense finally gets its shit together, it's not going to. Like, we'll like, we're going to learn. There's still problems on this defense. You know, like mm-hmm. our. So our supposed number one defenseman, Vince Dunn, is minus five with three points. Um, not great. Yes. Uh, before, b- Below him is Schultz at minus four, Elysiac minus two, Larson at zero, Borgen's got one, uh, a plus one, and so he's at plus five. So maybe Carson Soucy is the best player on this team, and we all don't know it. 
I mean, you you and I did have some some pretty uh, some pretty high praise for him for a little bit last year. He really did, like he he has those spurts where he's he does look like the best player on the ice. Yeah, um, it's just better. He's just he, smart to change right before the puck yeah. starts going. <laughs> Oh man, oh, this I mean, doesn't look good at all. I gotta get off the ice now. Holy <laughs> shit, we're coming. We're getting a four on one. I gotta get off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dunn's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Ugh. Still doesn't explain Dunn's three points, but no, it doesn't. I, I mean, the fact that Dunn, like, Dunn is supposed to now. You know, even if you take him out, because wasn't it wasn't it Schultz uh, quarterbacking? the power play there for a little bit or is he still yes. there let me, let me take a look uh, I, that's a good question. yeah it was I, Schwartz I now it's Vince Dunn again um, okay. Okay. Schultz was Schultz was quarterbacking the, the first power play for a little bit and even Ooh. then you know one goal to assist so I, I don't know maybe you flirt with the idea of putting all five offensemen on during a power play I, I don't know I at this point I, I think the number one thing is goaltending like that yeah. I think it's I think we're all trying to like we're so tired of saying goaltending's the problem that we're trying to nitpick now. Um but at the end of the day, you need to fucking save. Like I again, I I think the point where I went from okay, the Kraken are still in this, this is still a hockey game too. Oh, it's going to be one of those. Okay, I'm going to get wildly hammered and just try to have fun tonight. <laughs> uh, was when Martin Jones let in a like a pseudo clapper from the top of the hash marks in the center of the slot, right between his legs, and he saw it from start to finish. Like, he had clear line of sight, and it just went right through his legs like he was a bantam goaltender. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Like, this is going to need another beer because I am now going to need to make this game fun. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a f- So this is way off track. There is now an official. Well, I don't know if it's even they're printing it yet. I know they're st- they were still crowdsourcing the last time I looked. There's now an official NHL drinking card game. Yes, uh, you seen this? Drink beer, drink beer, play hockey. Yeah, dude. yes, I've seen it. Oh man, I think I threw twenty bucks at it. I was like, dude, get this shit off the fucking ground, and I will buy out your entire stock. And Pretty good. It, you needed it, dude. You, you definitely needed it that day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, but f- yeah. So for me, I mean, yeah, we c- like we're finger pointing at the tendies. We're finger pointing at the coach. The numbers aren't lying to us, though. No. Right. Nope. We're not winning games, right? And so we've got to start looking somewhere. You look in the Blackhawks game. Sure, their tendy gave up four goals on thirty-four shots. That's not great. It's fucking Alex Stalock of all fucking goalies. Yeah, so it's this isn't. We're not talking break. like elite goaltending here on the other end of the ice, right? So, so, but you would expect your tender to be a little bit better because your team has actually talked about potentially squeezing into the fucking playoffs this year. You don't let in five goals on twenty-seven shots. This is the second game of the year for sure that I know of. We've done that exact same thing because Grubauer against the Ducks did the exact same thing. This is classic MO of Jones. Like this is this is post Sharks Jones where mm-hmm. like he, he you know he has flashes where he can play and then god, Hackstall putting him during the Vegas game. I don't know. Some ridiculous stat like he's been pulled in like 9 of the 28 starts that he's played against Vegas. <laughs> like that is just abysmal. It's good math. Why would you do that? Like it just doesn't make do any sense. Him? Why, yeah. would, why would you do that to him? He's a he's a human. 
He's a man. He has. He literally fucking... pulled himself in one game. <laughs> like Wait, it was during. The, I remember it was during the playoffs. He literally pulled himself. Oh, and Aaron Dell had to come in, and the coach is just like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Because yeah, I mean, Jones le- becomes because Jones left the building. <laughs> He's I in street it. clothes out, fucking signing autographs before the puck even drops again. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, and now he's our starting goaltender because Grubauer is hurt. Oh, chance! But you know Joey Decord is going to be the starting goalie by the end of the yeah. year, right? Yeah, absolutely. We all knew that. There, yeah. we, you're joking, but and we're saying this right now. I, I know you're joking, but th- like there is a small but very vocal fan part of the fan base on Twitter right now that is very much on the Joey Decord bandwagon. Are they all from like? The Coachella Valley, then, or something? I don't. I have no idea. No, they—they're the ones that like bought into the idea of it was going to be Vitek Vanacek and him mm. from the draft, and mm. like that they were just they were they were sold on that, and that if he had the starting role, he would have embraced it and grown into it. And now we're not even you know now that we've he sold him out to Grubauer, now he's an understudy, and now he doesn't have confidence and blah 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 blah. I'm I'm not going to buy that. I mean, it's he was a third string in Florida for a reason. No, that's you're thinking of Drieger. Oh, I am thinking of Drieger. Joey yeah. Decord is this kid that they got, I believe, from Ottawa. Yeah, you're right. Um, what happened yeah, to Drieger? So, yeah, so Decord Decord just looking over his stats and stuff. I think we did it a little bit last show, but um, last year in the AHL, 34 games played, he he did have some nice stats. I mean, he had. Uh, a goals against average of 2.28 and a save percentage of 0.925 in three games this year he's back to what you what you actually see from him which is a 3.36 goals against average and a 0.88 save percentage right so it's just uh, yeah he's not the answer like he i think i think what you would see and it would honestly i would love to see it because i just i kind of want to see it burn a little bit Mm -hmm. um he would come up his first game would be against like fucking Arizona. He would let in two goals on like twenty one shots, and the Kraken would mm-hmm. win three two. And in mm-hmm. this following of Joey Decord lovers Decord. would just basically be like, "I fucking told you." And then the next game he's gonna get shelled, and the next well, game the he's gonna get shelled. What the hell happened to Chris Trigger? Where'd he go? Did he uh, just injured? He's hurt, dude. Yeah, he's hurt. I, I don't, oh, it literally says. Know. Literally says it, 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 it. Where is Chris Trigger? Is Chris Trigger injured? Chris Trigger will miss at least three uh, months of next season after the Seattle Kraken goalie had surgery to play a torn AC, torn right ACL. Yeah, Do you think things that's... would be different if he was here? Um, no, and that's to the that's also to the point of the Hackstall's a shit. Hackstall's yeah. a hack. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he's a hack, and it's it's funny. Like there, I saw a meme recently on on Crack and Twitter. I can't remember which page it was. Otherwise, I'd I'd cite them. But um, it's it's like the, the 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 joining of hands meme, where it's got Kraken fans and Philly fans, and it says fire hackstall. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. Uh, I like now. I need I need Bowie and Gritty to do that. Like I need their arms <laughs> linked, and it just says fire hackstall. Oh shit! If I knew anything about Photoshop, I would give it to you, bro absolutely no that's good okay um anything else we need we talked a little bit i mean i don't want to go too much into shane Wright because fuck i mean what else is there to say like 
they kept this kid. They, for some reason, didn't want him to go back down to the juniors, so got to keep him here. But three minutes a night, I just I feel like he's not going to learn anything. How about this, Chance? Let me let me mm-hmm. throw this out for you. Okay. Two, three, and two. We have been, I mean, you know, offense has been generating shots and things like that. Two, three, and two. So if, okay, hold on. Let me, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Two, three, and two right now. Say they don't get a win, a regulation win in the next three. Is Haxtell mm-hmm. gone? So say, Not. so they go, say at the 10 game mark there, they, the next two games are two OT losses and a, and a loss, a regulation loss. If if I'm the GM of this team, mm-hmm. yeah, he's gone. Okay. Um, how how important his... are these next three games? Like, it does he if he wins one, does he get to keep his job? If I he wins he... one of the next three, one of the next three, we see him till at least twenty games. Okay. Um, if it was me, I I really just hmm. Yeah, if there's not a win in the next three games and it was me, uh, unless so here, here's gone. the thing. So, so if if we lose those games and we're losing, say three two, right? Where it's at, that's actually that's a good game. That's what you want to see. You want maybe a little bit more offense than that, but you're battling maybe some good teams, right? I, I mm-hmm. haven't even looked at their next three, so I don't know who they're playing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, then uh, then maybe you. then maybe he holds on to it without a win. Um, but I think I think in reality, based on his comments, what he said, basically trolling, cracking fans mm-hmm. on the Shane Wright minutes thing, he's very comfortable in his position. Well, he's very aware that the fan base hates him. Like that was that was very much a direct shot at the fans. Sure, which is which is I mean, kind of kind of funny. Like I mean, I, I also don't. Want It'd be funny if it wasn't him. sad. It's it is sad. Like it but, is like it's like bumping the kid up from three to like this is a kid's development and the future of the franchise and you're gonna give him two extra minutes just to be funny, right? Like uh, yeah, it is funny. Like if we weren't the ones getting trolled, I guess. But at the end of the day, like it's, okay, three to five minutes. What's the big like? Oh wow, that's what three, two to three extra shifts. Yeah, and he's skating twenty thirty seconds. My my last thing I'll say on this, so yeah, I think Hextel feels very comfortable, which means I think Francis has probably told him worst case scenario, you stick out the whole year and we get Connor Bedard, right? Like or or have a shot at Connor Bedard. Um, I think maybe he's like a Blashill where he's just a placeholder for the for the rebuild and then they actually go for somebody good and Hextel's been told like, Hey, you're not part of our future plans. You're here to to navigate the rebuild and us be shitty. You're here to pat Veneers on the butt and make sure that he becomes our captain in a year. There you go. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what it is. Um, yeah, and pick on, on pick on Jared McCann too. Yeah, make sure McCann and Wright. You know need to, that you we need don't to make want sure them here. If McCann gets first line minutes every night, he's going to win us too many games. We need to we need to limit that ice time. <laughs> if I see Jared on the ice for more than fourteen minutes a game, <laughs> you're you're done. <laughs> I will, find, I will find somebody else that will be more incompetent. <laughs> I heard there's a guy, there's two guys. <laughs> Chance Watson and Taylor Wells could run this team into the <laughs> fucking ground a lot better than you. Fucking, fucking, uh, well, Wells, you could be assist, you could be primary coach. I'll be the ass coach. 
I'll be fine with I that. I would get kicked out of too many games if I was. Prime. That's fair. Okay, all right. You'll be you'll be ass coach. I'll be I'll be head. Um, Jer- Jared McCann's getting like twenty two minutes a night. Shane Wright's playing the whole fucking game. <laughs> he never gets off the ice. It's <laughs> off. Fucking jo- Jones lets in his third goal the first period. I'll look at the bench. All right, who's up? Just, here's here's what my plan would be for Shane Wright. He would be on the ice for every shift. He would just every other shift he would yeah. just go lay in the net. <laughs> you know, get, he gets his rest and yeah. he helps Jones or whoever's in net that night. Maybe stop a few, right? So like, I, I come on, this is fucking mind blowing shit here. This is this is, this brilliant. is fucking mind altering shit. Holy um, shit! Yeah, we'd be that, fucking. That, We'd be three, two, and two if that way. You know, if we were the coach. <laughs> All right, boys, who's starting goal tonight? Who who feels like playing goalie tonight, gang? It's like What's a fucking beer league drop-in game. Who feels like playing tonight? <laughs> All right, whoever's the last one to finish their beer, you're in that. That looks, uh, gang. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I'm seeing here tonight. Uh, that appears to be Brendan Tanev in Martin Jones's gear. <laughs> Are they pulling a Mighty Ducks here? Is Tanev going to do a knuckle puck? What? The goalie! The goalie! <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait for it. It's going to be game um, like 22, and it's going to happen. Oh. All right. We, we have a lot to get to. Uh, last thing we'll leave on. Uh, the next three games for the Kraken are Buffalo, uh, it, uh, Buffalo at home. Um, no. Sorry. Hold on. Let me go back. Um, Sabres at Kraken. Okay. So Buffalo in Seattle. Canucks in Seattle and Pittsburgh in Seattle. Mm. So another three-game homestand. Um, Buffalo's playing pretty well right now. They sure are. Um, they're they're really good. Uh, I don't know if they're going to win that game. Um, Canucks are all are are just the opposite. They are terrible. Can I say something though? Yeah, go ahead. Canucks. Yes, they haven't won yet, and yes, they've given up multiple goal leads. It's actually not a bad team. No, it's not. That's the, that's, um, which it's more, scares that's me why it the, might be more frustrating. Yeah, that's what scares me for the Kraken is that I can see that being the Canucks' first win. Just because they're fucking hungry. I they have Thatcher Demko just, you know, all he has to do is flip a switch and yep. he's going to he he can be a world beater when he wants to be like And the Kraken historically know. do not do well against Vancouver. Yeah, and they have Vancouver has had their number multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, if the Canucks don't win tonight, I haven't looked recently. I know they were they were giving Carolina a little bit, but um, yeah, that could be Canucks' first game, first win of the season. That could be, yeah. So, uh, I mean, and Pittsburgh, man, we're we're looking at a potential zero and three homestand here. I mean, I know this is a homestand, uh, so, and these are the next three games to the ten game mark. So, yeah. Christ, I mean, they're zero and three at home right now. This is <laughs> this is a recipe for disaster. Their two wins are on the road. That is that is ridiculous. That's very sad. Okay. All right. Um, let's move let's, on let's yeah, shit. we'll move on. We'll get off the Kraken. Uh, I did like Turbo losing a tooth in the Chicago game. That was cool. Turbo's a fucking gem, dude. I'm going to get the uh, – we'll, we'll jump into the jerseys later, but I think Turbo's my boy. Yeah. I mean, we can – let's just do that right now. We're running low on All time. Right, sure. Um, reverse Retros came out. Sure did. And uh, – and uh, what do you what are your what are your thoughts on these? Uh, I'm gonna pull up the the full list that we posted on Twitter. So I think I think what's what's interesting is to see the the like each team's take on it. Um, do you like this round better than the first round? 
Ooh. Like the first time they tried to do this, do you like these better than the last round? Ah, uh, that's a that's a really good question. I I'm don't gonna say know yes. I, I like for it. I like these, but I think there's even the worst one of this group in the second round is is not terrible. Sure. Whereas, whereas last time, like there were some bad jerseys. Yeah, your fucking Red Wings, dude. Yeah. Oh, it was a practice jersey. It was it was a it was a white practice jersey with silver fucking elbows. Like it wasn't a jersey. Right. Um, like I, I'm looking at this. Like the worst one in my in my humble opinion. I'm not. I'm not. I, I obviously this is all subjective. Um, the Calgary Flames one misses the mark for me. I don't understand. I understand they're going back to like an early '90s thing with the weird diagonal line. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like it. It looks dumb. Um, uh, the uh, the Predators using... I like the colors, but that stupid Tusk logo. I always hated that stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota doing the North Stars colors again. That's unoriginal. Um, it's but the not, exact same thing, yeah. just the reverse retro of last year's, right? Isn't yeah, it's, it? Yeah, it's pretty it's, much it's the exact nothing. same thing. Right. Uh, Canes. Canes are just... Uh, their away jerseys red. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nothing too too exciting there. Um, Pittsburgh one is un- unoriginal and uninspiring. Uh, Ottawa's one is origi- unoriginal and uninspiring. Um, other than that, though, but like they're not bad. Not bad. Like I would say, I wouldn't say any of those are bad. They're more just like lack creativity. Um, the ones yeah. that I, but God, there is a lot of home runs here. You know, um, the Ducks one. I'll, I'll go right into the Ducks. Like, did you see the, the, the tweet that we made where, like, the guy's like, it's not that hard. And, like, just use that one as the away jersey. Dude. <laughs> use the orange one as home and your maroon as your third. Like, it's not that hard. I, I, I'm sure I'm with 95% of Ducks fans here. This needs to be their away jersey. There's no yes. excuse. Yes. 100%. No, there's no excuse. No. And the orange jersey needs to be the home. And yeah. the maroon, or I would even argue that the maroon jersey needs to be home. I understand that I'm, I might be in the minority category. I love those maroon jerseys so much, um, but yeah, make the orange jerseys home, and then the maroon, the the Timu Solani maroons need to be fucking. You need to cycle those in somehow. I will. So I will agree with you. I think, and actually, I think a lot of Ducks fans would agree with you. The the eggplant and and teal is yep. like, yep. just classic. Yep. You you know, it's it's good it's good to have. They the, the owners will never go to it outside of a third jersey. That's fine. And, and so I think I think that's why we're kind of we've kind of just transitioned to okay, give us the old logo, give it to us in orange, and you know not make meet us ha- meet us halfway on this exactly, yeah. exactly meet us halfway. So I think I think yeah I think it's weird because this this is very similar to what I think a lot of Ducks fans would expect their away jersey to be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and, it's, um, and it's cool. But even 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 my wife was like, "You have like forty of these same exact jerseys." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah kind of, but like it's, it's slightly different, different, so I need it's it." It's a little different. <laughs> um, ra- rapid fire from me. Uh, Florida Panthers ones uh, are a huge win. Yeah. Montreal is. I don't like that. It's not their colors. It looks dumb. Uh, Detroit's is. I hated it when it first came out, and then I saw Larkin wearing it with full gear. It looks great. I'm. I've been changed. I've. I've. I've come around. I've it's seen the different. light. Yeah, I've seen the light. Uh, I know that Detroit. There are some hardcore Detroit fans that hate it because we just don't do black. Um, but it. And and I did see a deep fake where they replaced the black lines with white lines, 
it looks way better i'll admit it but mm. that being said i did see the full gear it does look good um the flames one's a miss uh i hate the stupid oil thing for the oilers but mm-hmm. it, the jersey's fine uh, the colors are good um jets is meh lightning is meh maple leaves is good ducks is good saber's good boston's fine predators i hate that logo but the jersey's good blues are i like the blues you see the blues ones yeah those are good that's that's like their that's like their blue ones now yeah but just yellow yeah yeah those are good uh yotes yotes is i i think they're they're kind of ugly but in like a cool way yeah i would buy that ugly ass jersey dude no i I wouldn't but they're they're still kind of cool um minnesota's boring but it's fine uh the stars that that hits nostalgia for me because that's what the stars are like that's when I think of the Dallas Stars, I think of that jersey. Yeah. Um, Canucks ones is strange. Um, like I like the jersey, but knowing what the Canucks colors are, I don't know where they're getting this green from. Like it's uh, like it's dark blue. Yeah. It's like I like I've seen that I've seen that logger skater before, and there's nothing wrong with it. I in fact I like it. It's just I don't the color scheme's a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. Kraken one's a home run. I love that jersey. Yeah, I think that's one of the best ones, dude. Yeah. Uh, Sharks one is cool. Nothing wrong with that. Canes is fine. Uh, Colorado's is boring. Uh, Chicago's is boring. But, you know, they've had to create up. They had to create like 19,000 different jerseys for the Winter Classics. So right. we can't be too hard on them. Uh, the Capitals one. Man. Ooh. I might I might put in the ranking of my top favorite is the Capitals one. God, that's that, pretty sick. Yeah, it's really good. I love that one. Uh, Rangers one's fine. I, I I like the Statue of Liberty. Columbus one's kind of a miss, but it's not terrible. Um, Ottawa's uninspiring, but it's good. Vegas, I like Vegas's. I really like Vegas's. Um, I, I before I even knew that they did glow in the dark. It, it's good. Uh, I I hated ahead. it to begin with because it's just kind of like it, it starts meh, but. It's grown on me a lot, actually. So, and and not because honestly, I think the glow in the dark's fucking stupid. But uh, so a lot of people like it more because of the glow in the dark. I think it's just it's Vegas, so I get it's, it. But yeah, it's, just, it's if cheesy. It's, if it's shit, the club, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh's unoriginal, but you know it's a classic jersey. Can't, gotta love it. I love um, that Phil- logo for that. Phillies dude. has gotten a lot of hate, and I don't know why because I think it's fine. Yeah, I got no problem with it. No problem with either. Um, it's a Kings boring, jersey, but the, right. the fucking Kings need to go back to being purple. Okay, sick, every dude. time they do this, I get more frustrated because I just don't like their current colors. Why are there? Why are, what? Two California teams with heat? Like Anaheim doesn't have a huge market. LA has a massive market. How are you not? Maybe because they just don't want to come. Like those are Lakers colors. Maybe I don't know. Sure, I just sure. those like those colors are. It's be, it's just better. It's and so much if, better. At bare minimum, switch up the fucking logo. I hate the shield. I really hate the LA sick, shield. That it's crown just, is so sick. The crown is so cool. Like, I love that shit. Um, uh, the Ronald McDonald New Jersey Devils jerseys. I love those. Those are cool. Those hit the nostalgia button. And finally, Lou Lamorello allowed his marketing team to be fun for five seconds and finally put out the fisherman totally love that that's great i like the blue in the in the devils yeah yeah i do too that's a a solid little jersey dude i like that one too yeah it's pretty good okay the more i see this caps one i really do like that it might be my favorite honestly it might be my favorite god it's so good 
It's so good. Okay, hit me with your favorite and your least favorite, and then I gotta get out of here. I have I have a hockey game to go to. Yeah, you got shit shit to do. Um, I gotta be honest with you. This is two years in a row. I think Florida's is my favorite again. Really? It's a really? little. It's good. I'm not saying it's, it's a, bad. It's, really it's good. a little funky, but I just I like it, and I like I just like that blue for them. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah, the logo's a little funky, but man, it just it's I, it speaks to me. Yeah, I like last year's better than this one. Sure, but me too. You're right. Like I'm, I still, this is still a home run for me. It's a really good jersey. Yeah, right up there. God, the, I mean, we might be homers, but I love the Kraken jersey. I think the Kraken, Kraken is for sure top three. I bought for a sweat. I bought a sweatshirt that color, and it's, it's just, it looks good. There was, there was a couple uh, rankings of these jerseys that I saw, and the, had the Kraken so low, but I think, I think that jersey looks so sick, dude. Yeah. It does. It does. Looks really good. I think, okay. Any I think my, any other good ones stand out to you? Uh, caps for sure. Um, oh yeah, caps. Uh, caps might be my favorite. Yeah, I think. Let's see. Let me take a quick scan. Kudos here. to your duckies. Uh, we already talked about them, but that one is good. Uh, I, I really they they just need to make that one the away, and there's there there's no other argument to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are those are probably my three. I think Florida Kraken and uh, the Caps are probably the three I would I would look to buy. Okay, and your misses? Uh, my misses. This is this is one that actually a lot of people like that I just don't like is Tampa's. Mm-hmm. I don't like Tampa's. I don't like it. Yeah, um, it's, it's fine. It's just it's okay. it, like you're gonna hit nostalgia it's, because of the 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 St. Louis Le Cavier people, but it's roller yeah. hockey. That's a roller hockey jersey, dude. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's not. I just don't like it. I think it's boring. And then I think I think as much as as much as Detroit's is okay. I understand that. Um, I, I think Detroit and Chicago are very similar, and I, I don't love I those. Agree with that. Yeah, like they're a little, they're just a little boring for me. Um, yeah. but everything else, I mean, Toronto, I would never get the Toronto. The, one, the Detroit ones are based off of the 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 white barber pole that like they used to wear in the early nineties. Yeah. Um, but they should have just done that. They should have just made the white barber pole. Yeah. Like exactly. I, you're getting a lot of Detroit purists that are like, we don't put black on our jerseys. We've we never, never have. Right. So I can see it. I, I did see Larkin in the full gear. It, it does look good once they did it. They, they turned me around on it, but, yes, I had the same reaction. Oh, tell sure. me they go white pants. No, I think it's black pants. Okay, that's okay. It would, it, honestly, it would be a little bit more of a statement if they just did, like, white yeah. pants yeah, I agree. And, and a white bucket. I think that would be interesting to see. But I agree. Okay, so uh, your misses are Tampa and Detroit and Chicago? Yeah, I think I think that's – that's about it. I think Colorado's is also pretty boring. I know that's a pretty common. Uh, I don't like pe- that one. People it's, it's, people kind of like that logo. For it's them. not bad. It's, it's just means Colorado. It's just boring. Yeah. It's boring. But I think those are those are probably my those are probably my biggest misses. I think. Okay, I like that. Those are those are good rankings. Um, yeah. If you if you end up buying, Christ, I'm, I'm not a big enough Capitals fan to get one, but God, that jersey's so sick. Oh, it's so nasty, dude. It's so good. It's I, just so don't, good. I don't I, know who I, I, would, I would have to get a blank because I don't. I'm I, kind of excited to see Ovi in that jersey again. That would be pretty sick. Because that was when, like, when, that's that's my early memories of Ovi in that jersey. Uh, like, he was real, in, yeah, he was in. Real they, young they had Ovi. those colors when he did his falling down yep. over his head fucking goal. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Those are those are pretty slick. I would. In I his, would probably his, get some. I would probably get one of those. In his in his old uh, fake outrage commercials with Young Crosby, like where he orders like nineteen pizzas to Crosby's hotel room. Have you ever seen that commercial? Yeah. <laughs> I will take three pepperoni, four sausage. Twi- and like it, the commercial is just like talking over him. And then the pizza guy shows up to Crosby's door. I got all these pizzas for Sidney Crosby. 
And Crosby does like the worst acting impression. Ovechkin. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Was it Ovechkin and Kuznetsov that like, quote unquote, broke into the ESPN office? Yes, like Russian just, spies, just doing some late night filings. Yeah, that was fucking. No, crazy. it was it was not Kuzi. It was uh, Varlamov. Varlamov, yeah, Varlamov. Oh, so just doing some late night filings. What are you, a Russian spy or something? Yeah, right. Then <laughs> then they go back up into the yeah yeah was, okay. All right, that's a good that's a good thing to leave the episode Shit. on. Go All go right. watch that commercial. It is actually pretty funny. I I hope that fun hockey commercials come back because of ESPN. Um, uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. No, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm pretty upset about. Uh, God, I'm really upset about fucking viewership again. Those motherfuckers. It said the Detroit Anaheim game was on ESPN. Oh, but Wells, it wasn't on ESPN Plus. It was on the channel ESPN. So I had to log into my provider. Well, guess what my fucking provider is. Hulu. Oh, Hulu doesn't provide that game. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having to find a new site to pirate it from because it's a pirate's life for me, savvy. Oh, I got a good one for you, but I'll send it in I got DMs. A, yeah, I'll send. I'll send it to you. I got. We'll, we'll exchange. I'll sh- I'll show you mine we'll if exchange, you show me yours. Yeah, we'll exchange free services. <laughs> no Ahoy, <context>. baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut this out at an hour and ten. Uh, thanks for everything. Please let us know if you're interested in advertising on the show. You want us to talk about something? Any suggestions, tips, comments? Please subscribe to us on any podcatcher or music app that you listen to us on, and uh, follow us on Twitter. That's the one that we seem to have our shit down on. So that works too. And cheers to Tim. And cheers to Tim. Thanks, bud. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, everybody. See you later.